0: This is episode 41 of African and American with your Girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. I'm doing well, family. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you all are doing amazing. Um, I hope that we all are striving to understand um, day after day that happiness is within our reach. Uh, happiness is within our power. Um, Happiness is something that is a birthright to us all. Happiness is in the perception of how we look at things. And happiness starts within our minds. I have been, you know, we're on this journey together. We're growing daily and every day. I just do a mood adjustment. I think sometimes we talk about attitude adjustments. And it's like, what about a mood adjustment? And whenever I find myself feeling overwhelmed or find myself feeling tired or sad I just remember the things that I need to be grateful for you know I remember my health I remember my family I remember that I'm a mother I remember my love and that helps me to kind of put things into perspective and maintain a a happy spirit as much as I can so I wanted to get into uh, this week Um, And I wanted to talk a little bit about honoring our ancestors. And um, we're going to start this conversation out. um, We're going to start out slow. We're going to kind of start slow. And we're going to build on this um, throughout these next few months. Um, But I'm kind of just planting the seed with this first conversation. First thing that I want to say is that honoring your ancestors is the most important thing um, that you can ever do. Not honoring... See, the your Bible and your other religious books portray hell as this place where there's a red devil with a pitchfork and fire everywhere. Um, but the truth is, hell is not being accepted into your ancestors now what I mean by that is hell means that you um when you pass away when your your spirit um oh my god I can't think of the word I want to (laughs) say the word I want to say what is the word when you're turning into something else when you transition oh my god I totally just drew a complete blank when you transition Um, you know, your work during your journey here on earth is looked at, it's reviewed. You know, this is such a small part of our journey, um, that is an everlasting journey. As we know, energy does not die. Energy does not stop. It is simply transferred. It is not created. It is not destroyed. So therefore we never die. Uh, We just kind of go on to different journeys and, and different places in our journey as an energy form. So, hell is dying and then having your ancestors not accept you. That's hell. Hell is not a fiery place, you know, with horns and, and, and red devils. That's not what it is. Hell is when you die and your ancestors look at you and they say, what did you do in your life to honor or praise us in any way, shape, or form? You know what I'm saying? That is hell. Um, I, I just want to make it clear because sometimes we let religion um, just tell us everything in like a black and white form and the truth is that discernment and wisdom is an invaluable gift that the universe has given to us and we need to make sure we take advantage of it I just I want to scream this from the mountaintops honoring your ancestors is not demonic okay um honoring your ancestors is not satanic okay it is not witchcraft it's not any of that honoring your ancestors is a duty um now we know that we don't compare or or do what we do based upon what other races do um However, the truth is that other races are functioning way better when it comes to economics, when it comes to family structure, um, than we are as black people. So there is no problem. You can learn from anybody. Okay, you can learn from anyone. I think it's very intelligent to look at, you know, people that have successful family and economic structures and look at, you know, the common factors there so that you can study that to better yourself and your own people. And so I just want to make it clear that almost every culture and every country on this planet has something they do to honor their ancestors from the biggest uh, and from in the biggest ways to in the smallest ways. Honoring your ancestors is how you bring prosperity um, to yourself and your family. Honoring your ancestors is how you get their guidance and their love and their help it's, it's extremely important for us to do um, for example in Russia uh, they have a day called the day of the immortal okay and all of the um, moscovites uh, this this happens in Moscow in a red square all the moscovites come out and they come out holding photos of their ancestors. ...that fought for their rights and their freedoms... ...and they do a two-mile-long march to bring honor to them. And it's very important to have photos of our ancestors. Um, It's very important to have their names. Now, um, on my ancestor altar, I have... I do have a few ancestors where I do not have their photo... So it is okay to um, put their names down, as I said, if you don't have a photo. But a photo is very important to have, and you want to try your best to, you know, have that. Writing it down um, should be a very last resort. You definitely want to try your best to have photos of your ancestors. Now, you know, every other race, year after year, even when it's centuries after centuries after... Um, their ancestors fought for them in any way, shape, or form. They still memorialize them. It's it's not something that they're told to forget about. Um, the pain and suffering that their ancestors went through for them is not downplayed. Um, it's not written off in any way, shape, or form. And You know, when I observe other cultures and all that they put into honoring their ancestors, I can't help but to be made sad when I think about how not only um, are a majority of my people, Africans in the diaspora, not only are they not honoring their ancestors, but they are also erasing what their ancestors went through. I'm amazed at how when I try to talk about ancestors uh, and their sacrifices for us, at how many black people will be like, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. That shit's sad. I don't want to talk about that. Man, that, that stuff was so long ago. We try to move on from that. You know what I'm saying? We can't live in the past. <laughs> and it's like, damn, so not only, so we can't even be inconvenienced enough to at least think about them from time to time you know what I'm saying like well damn so we we cannot take the time out of our schedules of fixing our lace frontals and going to the store for our Gucci drip so we can't take time away from that for even a moment of silence for them for even a moment of reflection for them like damn we can't even do that it just makes me so sad and then when i think about cuz like i said we're an energy form so we do not we're not created and we don't die so when i realize that our ancestors can see our behavior and our lack of honor and lack of respect i just can't imagine how they must feel like i i think about okay if i sacrificed myself and went through immense pain and torture so that my descendants wouldn't have to. And then they turned around and said, we don't want to think about that because it's sad and we're moving on. I would, I would be freaking pulling the covers off of their feet at night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have cold toes, buddy, because how dare you? You know, especially when not a single one of us are going to be able to stand the paint to endure half of the pain and half of the humiliation that they endured. But then we in that same breath will have the nerve to say it was a long time ago. You will never catch anyone of any other race talking about how long ago their ancestors' pain and oppression was. We are the only ones that do it. And that's why I say it's, it's, it's very dangerous to get involved in what I like to say white logic. And white logic is... Um, it wasn't me that was a slave master. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me that did it. Um, and the truth is that, you know, for white people, their ancestors did all the dirty work, you know, of having to beat people into fear and beat people into submission and beat people into completing their agendas for them. That was done for you. Now you simply are benefiting from the atrocities that your ancestors committed so even if it wasn't you physically it still is you you know I, I don't I don't see you all giving up privilege I don't see you falling out with your racist grandmas and grandpas okay I don't I don't see you doing that I don't I don't see you demanding that your relatives that were slave masters go to jail i don't i don't see y'all pushing for all the white people that murdered and lynched and beat up and hung and burned black people i don't see you all advocating to get them locked up i don't see you trying to get granddaddy in the feds you know it's just something that you keep quiet about and you turn a blind eye to and you just say it wasn't me and you continue to benefit from it um So if you're not careful as a black person, if you sit there and indulge in white logic, you will start thinking that way because we all know if you say something out loud so many times, you will begin to believe it. It will start to become your reality. Okay. Um, so a good way to honor our ancestors. The first way is for non segregated marriages, um, I don't care how much time passes by if my grandmothers were raped um, by these colonizers and these crackerjacks then guess what if y'all had to sleep with them I will avenge you by refusing to sleep with them period. Period, period, period. I don't care if he was the one and oh, he's a nice white guy and he's done more. Because, see, every time and every time we see swirlers, they always have 10,000 excuses of why they're swirlers. Oh, I don't see color. Love has no color. You can't help who you love. Then they'll always try to glorify their white girlfriends and white boyfriends. Oh, he does a lot for the black community. Oh, she does more for the black community than anyone else is doing. Oh, she. What what they did with Kim K when she got, like, two black people out of jail, they're like, oh, she's the princess of prison reform. You know, everybody in these interracial relationships loves to explain to you about how so not racist their white partner is. Yeah, you know, 90% of America may be racist and, you know. A hundred percent of America may benefit from racism and white and white supremacy and white privilege. But the white person that I'm with, trust me, they're good, you know, and it's crazy. It's crazy. A part of honoring your ancestors is saying, okay, they were not able to do this. So therefore, I will in their honor. Okay, that's how you honor an ancestor. That's why I say all the time, I don't know if y'all no, I, if y'all are not on my Facebook page. I said, you know, 2019, we beating crackers up all 2019. If you try us, you're getting your ass whooped, period. I don't care where we're at. I don't care about going to jail. I don't care about any of that. What I am going to do to avenge my ancestors is if you disrespect me, my family, I'm going to beat your ass. There is nothing anyone can do to stop me. You're getting your ass whooped. Okay, this is not 100 years ago. We will beat your ass. Okay, you know, and and people think, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. Oh my God, you're so hateful. Two wrongs don't make a right. You know what white people and other races mean when they say... Oh, you should just get over it, okay? Um, If you don't like the way things are, work harder, work harder. What they're really saying to y'all is you all accept the treatment that we give you. What they're really saying is that you all accept the inequality that's bestowed upon you. You all accept it all. Look at what we've done to you and you all still want to be our friend. You still want to sleep with us. You still want to dress like us. You still want your hair like us. And that's what I think some people mean when they say if you don't respect yourself, others can't respect you. If other races got treated the way that black people do, everyone would be murked. They would never stand for it. They would turn this whole thing upside down. Okay. Okay. And we know this even in our everyday lives. People respect you according to how much respect you show yourself. That's kind of the way it goes. So when people see, oh, look at what happened to black people, but they're not doing anything about it. And all we got to do is give a few of them a few dollars and then they're fine. (laughs) All we got to do is, you know, give a few of them a few crumbs and they'll be on our side. Okay, Um, When the truth is, like I said, um, the way we are treated, the way the system is designed against us, since we do not defend ourselves, others look at us as not worthy of being defended. So, you know, it's about solutions. It's about how do you change that? Well, it's the same way of how you keep black people from murdering little white girls and little white boys. You know, you know. OK, they we know we put our hands on them. They're coming for you. We know that. So we have to have that same respect for ourselves in return. Crackers is getting beat up all 2019 period. All that playing the victim, antagonizing black people. And then when they retaliate against you, you cry and you play like, you know, they are so mean to you. Them days are over. I'll wipe my ass with your tears. I don't care about any of that. You know, these are ways we avenge our ancestors. The way we avenge our ancestors is empowering ourselves economically. Look at how many of our ancestors were spit on and had fire hoses turned on them and dogs and called all kinds of names and beat up and beat down when they wanted to infiltrate white business, when they wanted to patronize white business, which to this day, I still don't understand that one. But it's a sacrifice they made nonetheless. So for every cracker that spit on one of our ancestors for patronizing their business, we need to open up our own business. Okay. For all of our ancestors who, when they finally were able to make a few dollars, got their money stolen by all the big banks and other white supremacist systems. That's why we stacking bread. They are why we're making these investments now. We all know if you're a parent, you know, everything you go through, everything you do is so that your child won't have to. Um, Our people easily could have got comfortable on a plantation and easily could have just figured out how to survive in it. OK, but they were thinking about the bigger picture. They were thinking about their children coming after them and doing what they had to do to make it better for us. So it is our job to take advantage of that. Okay, if we were killed for getting married, that's why we need to be getting married today. Okay, for all of your grandfathers who were forced to sleep with white women out of fear of her calling rape and giving her what she want, because we all know that white women sexually fetishize black men. That's why white women are never advocating um, for strict black relationships because they want your penis. Um. That is how you avenge your ancestors. For every one of your grandfathers that was murked for fake looking at one of these white girls, is every white girl that you don't give your penis to. That's how you avenge your ancestors. Um, so, and, it, and it's so funny because I, I say all the time that there's two kinds of black people. It's the black people that want to honor and avenge their ancestors and it's the ones that want to move on from it and it's too sad and they don't want to think about it it's the ones that want to make a thousand excuses nine times out of ten it's the bourgeoisie class negro it's the college educated negro it's the nine to five cubicle negro is the one that will say we need to move on because they feel like they got theirs and y'all negroes should just be quiet I don't know if y'all just saw um steve harvey's conversation with monique where he's like forget integrity okay it's about putting money in our pockets this is all about money 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 you can't you can't pay your bills with integrity you know you have those kind of negroes and you have the kind of negro that's like i don't care about any of that i respect what my ancestors went through i respect what we are still going through today and i'm gonna live my life every day to honor them and do what they couldn't do period period Um, An ancestor altar. We already talked about this before, so I'm not going to go into that in too much detail today. But you want to have an ancestor altar. You want to constantly be giving offerings to your ancestors. You want to constantly pour libation for them. Give thanks. Say their name out loud. Have their photos. Light a candle. You know, light them up. Um, These are the ways that we do that. So I I want to challenge you. And and I'm going to tell you to... You know, put forth an effort to honor your ancestors every day and see if you do not start living a happier, healthier life. Just try it. Try it for 30 days. Do a 30 day trial and just see what happens. Do your offerings, do your prayers, do your vibrations, and see if you do not feel a raise in the vibrations. See if you do not feel a raise in how you feel in your spirit. noticed that when I go out I like to observe and look around and see what I see and fellas help me understand this because maybe I'm missing maybe I missed a memo but why when I go out why do I see it looking like a eighth grade dance it's always like men on one side women on the other I assume that, you know, if you in the club now, I like to party. I like to go out. But these days, if I go out, I'm probably turning up with my boo. Um, if I do go out with just my girlfriends, then, you know, we're kind of like... I try to just, like, tunnel vision so that, you know, Negroes don't think that I'm trying to look their way and stuff and try to start conversation and I got to reject somebody and I don't want to hurt nobody feeling so... You know, I, I understand like if you're in a club and you're in a relationship, so that's why you ain't really like mingling like that. But for the majority of single people in the club, why help me understand Negroes <laughs> getting dressed because y'all brothers be looking so nice. You get dressed up so nice. Take a shower. You got a haircut. You have on nice clothes. You're you're you had a few drinks, some spirits, you're vibing. Can y'all explain to me why you do all that just to sit against the wall all night and watch and stare at the women? I saw this meme, it was like <laughs> it was like niggas niggas get dressed and go to the club just to stand ar- around all night and be like, damn, she bad, bruh. And I was cracking up. I was dying because I was like, bruh, that is so true. Like, that is facts on what they be doing. And I- I'm trying to understand, okay? Because to me, I find it a little bit gay. I find it a little gay to be in a club surrounded by a bunch of dudes. Like, that's so strange to me. Like, you should either be going... Like, with your lady or going to see some ladies. But, you know, you and your homeboys could have sat at home and, like, played cards if you wanted to just, like, see a bunch of dudes. Fellas, when you go out, talk to the ladies. And I'm not saying get on with her face all aggressively with your hot breath, you know, all in her grill. Hey, <laughs> what I'm saying. But um, a simple, like, hey, you know, what would you like to drink? you know a simple how you doing at least can y'all at least tell a sister like hey oh you look nice tonight or say hello something I ain't saying you gotta you know attach to her all night and like be her boyfriend but going in the club surrounded by a bunch of dudes with a straight face on trying to like stunt and be so hard I hate that like when I go out and see it, I just shake my head and I'm just like what are you doing like you literally just came in here just to like stunt on other niggas. that's so weird because <laughs> because it's like you wasted your time like I said you could do that anywhere um you know some nice things you could say to a woman is like I said a compliment you know I like your hair you're wearing that dress you know women we are especially as black women we are key energy readers so if if we sit there and we feel your energy is off, you know, you probably won't get anywhere. But I think it's important to read the energy of one another. Read her energy. Is she happy? Is she smiling? You know what I'm saying? Compliment her. You'll be surprised where when black women, when we are met with positive energy, you will be surprised at the response that we will get. You always have the few bad apples. There are always a few bad apples in a bunch. That never stops. However... You cannot let that affect um you know how you look at all women What will, will there be some women where if you compliment them they'll get an attitude yeah I mean that's life that's how it is but you know we gotta get more black love going but You know, feminine women are not going to make the first move. So, fellas, y'all got to make some more moves. I'm so tired of y'all just looking and looking and looking and you ain't doing nothing. These sisters don't put on this nice dress. Her hair is on fleek. She got her baby hairs laid down, okay? She got on her best lipstick and lip gloss, okay? She got on some sexy stilettos on. You know, she looking good. And 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 y'all niggas will see all these beautiful fine sisters and sit there with your homeboys all night and not even look their way. This must stop. I'm 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 gonna put up a link to sign a petition. Petition for niggas to stop going to the club to, for other niggas. Okay? Cause I don't know what this is, but y'all already know how I feel about the gay agenda. And I be wondering, like, is this subconsciously what it's doing? Are are these niggas going that way? I will not let y'all. I would not let y'all. What the hell? You should want to have women around you. Okay? You should want to have women surround you. You should want to have that balance. You should, you know, and I'm not saying you want to go holler at every girl to go sleep with her, but even if it's just, you know, to have her energy, to have her to look at. Like, if you're, if your finances are really in that position where buying a sister, uh, a sister or two a drink is going to like put you in dire financial straits, then you probably shouldn't be in that club. But bruh, like we got to get people together. We got to get people paired up and we're not going to do that with these like middle school dance settings. <laughs> it just ain't going to happen. So I ain't gave a homework assignment in a minute, but the homework is going to be, brothers, if you go out, say something to a lady, okay? Even if you stand next to her and y'all just do a little two-step, a little groove, feel each other's energy. That's a big first step in our healing is just being around each other in positive ways, not at work, not in passing at the store, but I'm talking about conscious, deliberate, um, socializing between black women and black women, I would love to start organizing singles events, you know, and single retreats like that. But I'm so, I am so like hands on with all my businesses that I just feel like that would just be way too much for me to do right now because I would want to personally like vet everyone that I have in my singles retreats because, So many people are so emotionally damaged and very stuck in their ways that dating can be very scary. And the last thing that I'd want to do is hook somebody up with someone who turns out to be extremely damaged and toxic. And they're like, oh, well, six of God has hooked us up. Wait a second. I was just giving a suggestion. And yes, this has happened before (laughs) where I tried to hook somebody up and. Now I have hooked people up and it went well. I told y'all my dream was always to be a matchmaker, low key, but I've hooked some people up and it worked out. And then I've hooked some people up where it didn't. So now I'm kinda like, okay, if you do wanna hook someone up, you have to thoroughly vet this person. You damn near have to hide in this person's bushes to really find out who they are to figure out, okay, are they going to be a good mate? Are they emotionally ready? Are they ready to cut off all their ops? Because in my personal experience, um, when I was a single woman, is that majority of men are already emotionally attached to some other woman in some sort of way. That a lot of the men were not blocking every woman out their phone they were still keeping contact still keeping plan b's still keeping maybes and that's why it wouldn't work because in order for a relationship to really flourish you have to be completely focused on that one person so it's like i would have to vet like, i need a password to your phone <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i know a lot of beautiful feminine ladies that want mates but it's like but they don't need a mate that's going to be um they don't need a mate that is going to bring them down or you know make them fall in love and get them all attached and then find out that they have attachments to other people like that's not going to work um another thing that I think is very important in dating is to be realistic about yourself okay um now, this, this is not an easy conversation to have but it's one that we just kind of have to talk about um for example if you are fat then you know I, you need to be open to a man who may also be fat um i it, it also depends on your age now ladies this hurts me to say because it's it's sad but it's kind of the way it is ladies once you hit 30 years old your stock goes down I don't care if you get mad at what I'm saying you could suck your teeth you can get once you hit 30 the stock goes down I've seen too many times women that are between 30 or in their 40s and they still have this dream of this like prince charming husband that's going to show up in a carriage with horses and like financially provide for them and be faithful and loyal and has a huge penis and be and 6 foot 5 with perfect teeth and no kids and it's like sis um I'm just going to be honest with you if that perfect man existed he would not go for you who is 40 he would not go for you who is 35 you better believe he's going for a nice 25 26 year old woman with no children you know and no baggage so I'm not saying to not have any standards. I'm simply saying to be realistic, please. there is a difference between two. There are a lot of women that are single because they are waiting for a man who is never going to be interested in them. Now, are there some women in their thirties and forties that landed a Prince charming? Yes. There's an exception to every rule and there's an exception in every majority. However, majority will not. Um, You may have to do things in a different way. Okay, you may have to give a little you may have to erase this perfect man and perfect marriage and relationship out of your head and instead accept what is coming to you. If you're in your 30s or 40s, you may be dealing with a man who has been divorced before, or maybe he's never been married. Maybe he already has children. Maybe he's not. He's not freaking Morris Chestnut. Maybe he's not super rich. I mean, that's just the reality. Every woman wants the man that's tall, dark, and handsome and rich, you know, with a big penis. Every woman wants that. Everybody wants like the Russell Wilsons. You know what I'm saying? But the truth is that that's not always going to happen. You know, I I think there's this false narrative that says... There's this false narrative that says that all the good black men are... Are dead or in jail, or or they're gay. But the truth is, there are lots of eligible single black men out there. Um, the difference is, they're they're definitely going to be married, and they're going to be married to young ladies. Um, it can be very and and also the older you get, the scarier the dating pool gets because if someone is in their forties and never has been married, that's a red flag. Okay, that is a huge red flag that there's probably something seriously, emotionally wrong with that person. You may have to deal with that if you want to get married in your 40s. If you're in your 30s and someone is still single, there is a chance that they may have issues. They may have commitment issues, emotional trauma issues. Um, Someone being divorced is not always You know, the worst thing in the world. There are some men who are divorced because they were with toxic women, or there are men that have been cheated on before, too. And, you know, so I'm not going to say that him being divorced necessarily disqualifies him because I guess it would depend on the reason for the divorce. But my point in all this is that I don't see young ladies complaining about men or having difficulty locking a man down. It's always the women in their 30s or 40s that are like, oh, these men won't to this or that but it's like sis you're past your prime so you need to just kind of get the that perfect idea out your head and be realistic about the options that want you Okay, and now now you can either accept that or, you know, you can also choose a life of just remaining single. But if you do that, you know, just remain single and don't complain about it. We've all been um, guilty of that where, you know, you're single, you really want to have a meaningful relationship, but it's just not happening. So you complain, but at the same time, you're not giving the guys a chance that want to date you because they're not fitting the mold of the perfect man that you have drawn up in your head. And it's just not the way it's going to go. You can you can find, you know, when you hear ladies say that they train their man or build their man, that's a bad way of putting it because that sounds so, like, controlling. But... You know, when a man loves you, you can kind of groom him to say, okay, these are my boundaries. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And if he loves you, he'll be willing to adjust and you'll probably have adjustments that you'll need to make for him as well. But my point is, you know... Do not be so consumed in the package. Do not be so consumed in the perfect love story. Do not think that there is a certain way that things have to be done. Sometimes you have to take a non traditional route. Sometimes you may have to do things a certain way. Um, when you get to a certain age, that man who is going to bend over backwards and fight for your love and show up with a horse and carriage is not realistic and it's probably not going to happen happen so your best bet is to accept that be realistic with yourself be truthful with yourself put yourself in a position where you are the best you that you can be so that means getting in a gym eating right having a good attitude being patient being loving and then call it a day um you know the lies of all the men are in jail are played out You know, at some point, we all have to start looking in the mirror and figuring out who is it really? Is it really all of them? Or is it me? The minute that you get honest with yourself is when you will become a better mate. And this goes for men and women. Okay, if you're stuck in your ways, but those ways are not leading you to a positive place in your life, then get unstuck. Okay, then go ahead and get your foot out the mud and dig yourself out of this toxic cesspool and change. Make a valid effort at it every day and change. Remember, you are in control of you. Um, Before we end this week's show, I just wanted to comment on something because I, I don't know if, I don't know why, but I've just been hearing this a lot lately. I heard someone talking about this on the radio. I saw a dude talking about this on Facebook. So brothers, I, I just got to help y'all out and I'm just going to say this <laughs> and I'm mad it has to be said, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. So how many of y'all have heard this before? She gave me her number and then... She ain't never want to answer the phone. She ain't never want to chill. Damn. I mean, why would she give me her number if she ain't want to (laughs) talk? I know for a fact that every woman has heard that before. Every woman has heard that before. I can guarantee that every man has either said that before or have heard a dude that is. So brothers my god because y'all know i'm trying to get this black love moving but my god sometimes we just oh lord sometimes i'll be like are we gonna make it okay first of all i want you to understand the way that interactions work between men and women as a man you are always the leader in any interaction with a woman it does not matter who she is or what she believes or what race she is you are always the lead whether you know it or not now some men know that and they know how to take advantage of that and know how to conduct themselves in that way and some men do not some men are more passive And they're not that way, but you do possess the ability, whether you take advantage of it or not is on you, but you have the ability. So now I I ask when, when I, when I hear men say, well, she gave me the number, but she don't want to talk. My first question is, did you ask for the number one time and then she gave it to you? Or did you kind of like harass her (laughs) before? You know what I'm saying? Like, was she like, No, I'm okay. And then you're like, man, come on. I'm just saying, damn, let me call you. What's the problem? Was it like that? (laughs) Because we all know that's how it goes down, brothers. If, uh, If you ask for a woman's number and she is hesitant or she's like, eh, then just be like, all right, well, you know, thank you. You know, all right, well, have a good day. Don't worry about it. But if she says, eh, and you keep pushing, guess what? She's giving you the number so that you will leave her alone. Because, see, we used to be able to give y'all a fake number. But, see, y'all don't got smart and started being like, all right, I'm going to call you right now so you can have my number. (laughs) Okay? So now women don't want to get caught up in, like, you know giving you the fake number and then you call it in front of them and then it's kind of awkward so yeah she'll give the number and then block it because she don't want to deal with you she you know a, a lot of women can't handle being coerced from men a lot of women can't handle when a man's like come on please 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 she's gonna give in that's just kind of the way we're wired and, and the way that our nature is so if she asks you if you ask her for the number and she says no one time and you keep pushing she'll give it to you just to get out her face and so then you wonder why two days later or, or, or probably if you're begging for the phone number you're probably going to call her the same day so then she wonders why and then you wonder why she don't respond She never wanted to give you the number in the first place. Learn to read women's body language. Do not be that man that just does what he wants to do and says what he wants to say regardless of how the woman is feeling. Pay attention to what she's saying without saying it. If her body language is she ain't feeling you, then my brother, she ain't feeling you. In your mind, you may just be the Casanova of the world and just be completely irresistible to all women. But guess what? She might not think that. Brother, you got to humble yourself. You might not be all that that you think that you are, okay? She might not be feeling you. You might not be attractive to her. You might have hot breath. You might be annoying. You don't know, so you got to respect her decision. So now she gave it a number because she feel bad, then you get mad. The second thing to remember, brothers, is... Just because a woman give you her number does not mean in any way shape or form that she is obligated to talk to your ass. Okay? Baby, this is 2019. Women got their own jobs, they own money, they own cars, they own bills. They don't need you. Okay? So, maybe she can't talk because she's at work. <laughs> maybe she can't talk because she's taking care of her children maybe she can't talk because she's taking care of her business but when you give a woman a woman give you her number and 24 hours later you're acting like she owes you something and acting like she got to pick up your phone call now you're going to make her really ignore your call because in her mind she's going to be like what the hell you know what I mean like damn he being extra thirsty trying to tell me to pick up the phone and he's being controlled it's a bad sign and a grown woman is going to catch on to you being controlling and pushing right away and you're going to be out before you even had a chance i'm sorry y'all i just got hyped but this is something like i know i've dealt with a lot in my life and i know other sisters having it is the most annoying thing in the world well why don't you give it the number if you weren't going to answer the phone she don't have to She don't owe you nothing. You are not paying her bills. You are not doing anything for her. Are you going to pay her rent for her so that she has time to take your freaking phone call? Like, black women are out here killing the game. They don't have time to sit and what are you doing with you? So, brothers, spare yourself the embarrassment. Okay, I am determined to get y'all on point. Okay, because we need this black love flowing. But we can't do it if y'all out here tripping. (laughs) The, the, that was put on my spirit in the church of Six the Goddess. And Pastor Six Footer had to let her congregation know. <laughs> had to let them know how she felt. But anyway, so that's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. Please like, subscribe to um, my podcast that way you can stay updated on when episodes drop. Because remember, I am a feminine entertainer. So if my family needs me and we're kind of and things are crazy that week, sometimes an episode may not drop because I do not sacrifice my family for my jobs or my podcasts or anything like that. So if y'all see a week where an episode doesn't get dropped, it's one of two things. Either there's a creative block Where my energy is just not flowing to where the words are coming to me. Or I have to tend to my family. So if you subscribe, when an episode does drop, you will be notified. And I will also begin posting on my Instagram again when episodes drop so you can know. And that is at goddess6footer. That's G-O-D-D-I-S underscore S-I-X-F-O-O-T-A-H. And as always, peace, love, and black power.